right. Alright, here we go. It's be a while. Oh, you could do the first song. I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen. I know where you live. Thank you, Mr. Vernon Wells. We loved you in uh, Commando. Mm. And, um, and speaking of Commando, unfortunately, it's bad news. James Horner passed away in a plane crash. I think he was like 61, and he was a pilot. He was flying the plane, too. Uh, so, yeah. That's a good way to go is if you're yeah. flying. The South Paul movie that's coming out with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, did he, saw, he score he that? He scored it, yeah. yeah. He's done a lot of films with your boy James uh, Cameron. He made a lot of girls cry, I'm sure, in Titanic. Did he Did he do Jurassic Park? Uh, that might be John Williams. If you want, we can take a oh. look. Or we could have our magical uh, computer expert over there. College boy. Egghead. Einstein motherfucker. Tony. Look it up. Tony. <laughs> or you could just say up. his name and he'll figure it out you're referring to him. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you, everyone. Uh, like I said sorry to uh, start on a bad note, but just Wes reminded me of, or Vernon Wells reminded me of Commando, mm. and um, and it reminded me of that. But I just wanted, I just want you know, get that out there really quick. That us, you know, we're big movie guys, and scores are a big part of them. And I feel like uh, when you hear a song, you automatically go, "Hey, that's from that movie." Like you were saying, John. Like you said, Jurassic Park. You hear that song, you automatically get whisper away to that island, oh, right? Oh, absolutely, of mm-hmm. course. What are some of your favorite scores, Harley? Oh, boy. Um, yeah, Jurassic Park's way up there. But I, I mean, I think of, like, memorable scores that... Um, yeah. You know, where the, 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 the score sort of defines... You know, kind of defines the the the, the, um, the movie. Um, what about Bad Boys? Yeah, bad boys. Is a little, mm, 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 I, mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, because we are bad boys. But I mean, the, the uh, uh, little, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, you know, um, any yeah, of the. We're dropping no French fries in my car. <laughs> Could you come down and come up with this shit? <laughs> um, trying to think. A, a lot of Nolan's films are really, um, like Inception. I remember was the score was incredibly. That's on Zimmer. Oh, well, but it, I, you didn't say you didn't say uh, John Williams or whoever the fuck's dead. You just said, <laughs> you just oh, said favorite movie scores. Uh, we got mad respect for you on this podcast. We forgot you're dead. <laughs> referring to other other scores that we like. Tony was, in case you forgot, Tony will sprinkle some throughout the episode for you in case you forgot. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's... By the way, it was John Williams. It was John Williams. Jurassic oh, okay. Park, right? Yeah. Right. Good, thank good you, thank you, sir. Good job, Juan. And that's the idiots you are listening to that were randomly going to rant on all things movies tonight on the Bad Boys Podcast, badboyspodcast.com. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Uh, we die together. 
<laughs> and you did say they... we we're gonna do it backwards again? Yeah, but like we can actually do the intro now and just. Oh, okay. So, but nobody noticed last week. So, unless you guys are stoned or drunk, listening to the episode, not (laughs) one person texted me or called me and asked me, "What's up with the episode? Why was it backwards? Y'all didn't even notice." Awesome. Yeah, you're making us explain the joke. I know that's that. It's lame now, right? Yeah. So. All right, I'm I'm uh, Harley Martin, aka Marcus Burnett. Yeah, you are. Who's that other guy over there with you? I'm a, I'm a little bummed. You are? Yeah. That wine's wearing off? No. Fuck no. Oh, oh man. Two-buck Chuck, two, two Chuck is just kicking in, my friend. The man that's scoring our episode tonight is... Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Yeah, so you gotta forgive him. He's fighting a cold right now, so... He's a little moody. He's a little moody tonight. Yeah, Any Harley? a little... A little yeah, bit, right? A little, little, little edgy earlier. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I almost gave Tony to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to go back to Drex and go fuck myself. I go back to Drex and fuck myself. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how y'all doing tonight? I don't want to ask Tony. I'm afraid of what he's going to say to me. I'll keep myself on mute. <laughs> how you doing, Harley? I'm good, man. Busy, busy last. It's been a busy last uh, five, six, seven days. Chris has All been right. out of town. She went to New Mexico. And uh, so, you know, I'm a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, slow down. Slow yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm good. I'm good. Cool, cool. Well, you got a bye week this week, Harley. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. And um, Tony, he'll have the extra credit tonight, and I'll have the homework. And I'm going to I'm gonna hook up my man, MCP. You know what? I got something that's going to make him feel better, Harley. Oh. You got, I got the medicine something. for his I, sickness? Dude, dude. Well, like, it ain't even cowbell. I got something for you. My man, MCP... You know, we we care about you. We're looking out for you. You know, and this yeah. this might cure for you. You know, you 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 know, you find a cold, you're feeling bad. I got a movie starring your boy Ben Stiller. How about that? And, oh, yeah, that might make Christ. you feel better. Not only that, not only has it got his his, his all time antibiotics. <laughs> got that antibiotics for you. Not only not only is it going to have your uh, all time man crush in this movie, Ben Stiller. It's got your all time lady crush, Amanda Seyfried, in the movie. See, so I'm hooking you up both ways, homie. You know what I'm talking about? You know what movie I'm talking about, Tony? Nope. You have no clue. I have no clue. What movie they both star in? Nah, I don't pay attention to shit. It came Space out last Jam year. 2. <laughs> he is working on that, though. I had no idea. Jesus Christ, that is insane. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Fucking but Space no. Jam. But you know when your career starts going crap, you have to go back to your hits? So he's produced... He's filming and producing Dodgeball 2 and Zoolander 2. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm talking That's about a little movie called While We're Young, 2014. Mm-hmm. Starring him and Naomi Watts and Adam Driver and uh, Amanda Seyfried. Noah huh. Baumbach. Yeah, Noah Baumbach directed and, and wrote it. Uh-oh. How is he associated with Fantastic Mr. Fox? Oh, fuck. He wrote the screenplay for Fantastic Mr. Fox. Boom. You never watched? You never saw that, did you? I still have yet to finish. I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. It was, yeah, it was Wes Anderson's little uh, stop motion with George Clooney playing uh, Mr. Fox. I love that fucking movie. Uh, Although I can't get anybody else to watch it with me. (laughs) Oh, damn shame. (laughs) That's a damn shame. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, Yeah, so there you go. Hey, shit happens, you know? Mm hmm. What do you think about that, Tony? I'm hooking you up. I'll let you know next week. Oh shit! You had the. Did you even hear how you said it too? Fuck. 
I'll let you know next week. Say my name. <laughs> All right, well, what do you got for us then, homie? Uh, I got my inspiration from um, movies on YouTube that just came out. Oh. Universal right. Soldier. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. You know, somebody di- he somebody directed that. Yeah, um, Roman Emmerich. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> somebody somebody did. That. Yeah, somebody did. Fuck do I know, but somebody did. Yeah, it's a little right. bit of that. And a little bit of um, that TV show that I was watching, Sense8, one of the characters, oh, right. uh, his nickname is Van Damme. Remember that whole, the van that he would drive around? No oh, way. And he would watch Van Damme movies all day long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I had, I had Van Damme in my mind, and so I saw that, I was like, yeah, I'm going to sign that. Beautiful. I'm, uh, I remember watching that movie and going, oh my god, that, I'm looking up the IMDb because I didn't know her name, uh, Allie Walker. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's great in Universal. Oh, she's man, I was in that movie. I was just, I was looking. Uh, no, I had a fucking full blown, mad crush on her. Oh yeah. When I saw the movie, I was like, "Damn, that's my future ex-wife." There you go. Nice. Right on. Cool. So, what are we gonna review? In- and wait, what should we do? Extras real quick. Or go to the straight to the homework. Let's do uh, the homework, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with the homework. All right. What was it? Dick Tracy. That was the homework? No, that was a credit credit. first. (laughs) Oh, man. Tony. Homework was Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. That's right, Tony. Yeah, I assigned it because... I forgot already. (laughs) I tried to assign it as an extra credit because I figured one of us idiots would have watched it already, but... We I, have, I, I had never actually to, seen this movie. Yeah, I had never seen it either. Right. You I had like, seen parts of it, but... And I saw it way too long ago for it to exactly. make any sense. And this week we needed to review movies for people wearing fedoras throughout the whole movie. So it was perfect. Right, it's fedora yeah. week. Alright, so Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Yeah, 1980? Uh, Damn, uh, 1980. I don't know if Tony's gonna Jake talk about Blues it, just out from prison puts together his old band to save the Catholic home where he and brother Elwood were raised. Written by Dan Aykroyd and John Landis. Directed by John Landis. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you don't know what that means? <laughs> no it's written directed by the same guy? Uh, half of them. Yeah. Well, so uh, uh, Aykroyd and Belushi, this was a Saturday Night Live uh, characters that they did. And uh, uh, okay. some, somebody had the hot idea to turn it into a movie. It was a very successful Saturday Night Live sketch. And so they turned it into a movie. And um, but they kind of turn it into a movie without like having a screenplay. Like um, the making of this film is really quite interesting. Um, uh, it was kind of a mess. Somebody um, loves some car crashes. Holy yes. fucking a! Let like, me just say it real quick: Chicago, back in the eighties, you guys had the worst police drivers. No shit. Of all time. Let me just, just say, let me just put that out there real quick. It is, it is Carmageddon. <laughs> for sure. I, I'm like, wait, am I watching Mad Max? What, who changed yeah. the channel? Like, yes, exactly. This is am- I'm like, this is amazing. This is exactly what I need right now. <laughs> well, it's full. This movie should be, this movie should be regarded as like one of the great action films of all time. Well, to Especially be fair, if you're it, does say, buff. it does say action. Comedy, comedy and crime. crime. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they so, all along, they're like, "Hey, we need a car crash." Well, and so yeah, so if you if you do a little bit of research, and it doesn't take much, this is one of those. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do it. We that, figured you would. This is like Titanic, where it's the 
the budget spiraled out of control to the point of this movie ended up costing $30 million. That's right, because they cost... kept wanting to do some stuff. Some, so they the kept wanting right? to fucking crash more cars is what they wanted to do. And why not? Why wouldn't you? I mean, I mean, considered, consider, consider, yeah, consider. <laughs> Six years later, Aliens came out. It cost $20 million. And that is a big, you know, budget. Hey, hey do spaceships crash fiction. each other? In that movie? No shit. They get, they get fuck out of here then. I mean, but you th- look at that movie, and it cost $20 million. They threw $30 million at this film. Wow. Hey, and man, you had to have James Brown, Aretha Franklin, Holy Ray Charles. Shit. You, you think they'd come cheap? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I bet you they did it for <laughs> ch- I bet you they did it for free. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. I mean, but there's so much fucking... Now, did you know this was a musical? No. No, that's another thing I didn't know. Mm. But I'm old enough to have enjoyed the musics. This ain't this ain't rent, where it's oh, will boy. you light my candle? <laughs> no, this is like straight up OG music. You know what I mean? Like, like so. The, yeah, I mean it's I mean, Roadhouse like, Dirty playing a ba- playing a bar with a fence in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> like and sing what was like, that song <laughs> for that TV yeah. show? Yeah, oh, from. Uh, um, uh, home, little dog. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't, don't. What was it? What the fuck was it? Damn it. <laughs> I want to say what Rango. Rango. Oh, yeah. Rango. Hey, Rango. <laughs> Django. <laughs> it was off the line. It was like one of those, all right? No, it was... Uh, Rampart was or something? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Rampart. What the fuck was it? <laughs> what was the fucking thing? Rambo. Oh, what the hell? Come on, man. Somebody's got to know. Well, anyway, but this shit was funny though because they like figured, eh, you know where the country bar rawhide. Yeah, no, rawhide is not the name of the show. Uh, rawhide was it a rawhide? Rawhide uh, was the name of the goddamn show. Yeah, of oh, the song that they played. No, that's not the name of the. Wait, I'm confused. They were the playing name of the song was rawhide. The theme, the theme of the from show? rawhide. No, yeah, the theme. From, yeah, they sang the theme from rawhide. That's what bonanza, they motherfucker. Bonanza is the name. No. Of Yes, that's the name of the show. Oh, I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna play it out for you. That's what I'm gonna do. All right, all right, all right. Here, I'm gonna find it. No, you're not gonna play it out because. Oh, he's gonna play it for you. Yeah. Rawhide. Okay, so okay, so now play the intro to Bonanza. Let's see if it's the same thing. You think they just changed the name? Maybe. I, I'm I'm thinking I fucked up. I don't I'll, think I'll, I'll apologize to Harley if I'm wrong. No, no, no. no, no. I'm, I'm gonna apologize to both of you motherfuckers. Oh wait, no, no, no. What's we'll the apologize. theme song to Bonanza? You need a website. Why not? Awesome, it's Tony. On a website. <laughs> Harley seems like you fucked up again. <laughs> Harley, you owe an apology. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah, it's a musical action film. Yep. (laughs) With some cheesy cheesy 80s comedy sprinkled in. Yeah, I didn't know where it was going at first. It was kind of a mixed bag because, like, get out of jail. And then they're really quiet, and he's got, like, tattoos in their hands. Like, all right, okay, what's going on? I'm like, I'm like <laughs> this is based off a skit from SNL, and 
most you know movies that are like that is pretty much comedy throughout the movie, right? Oh, and God, like, one of my yeah, all time favorite off. comedies is Wayne's World, so I'm waiting for the comedy to you know start dropping. And well, I mean, the comedy started off right away when like when he they they make him stand behind the line, uh-huh. and he kind of leans okay. in. <laughs> so he leans in, to he sign. leans in, you know, to sign. <laughs> Oh, they and came then back. pulls out the used condom. The, the, he had one used prophylactic. Oh, that's right. That's one right. one soiled. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. true, though, right? That's true. But yeah. it, it almost was kind of serious because in the prison, right? And he's like badass kind right. of, right? He's, like, he's in prison. He's yeah, I guess badass. I guess, I guess. to me, like, you hear comedy, you got like, um, it's, you like, like, funky, like, like, I don't know, like some kind of different music or it's bright. I, I don't know. It was just a little bit off to me, right? Because it's, I don't know, it's rated R or something. I wasn't getting that vibe, but yeah, but there was, and then when they met with the, the, I don't know, the name of Mother Superior, or what, when she's beating the shit out of him, <laughs> with the state kept cursing, they kept like, oh, okay. Jesus Christ, here we go. Oh, shit, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a funny scene. The, the movie, for me, was, um, this is one of those films where I wish I had seen this back in the days when I was a teenager, because it would be, like, my favorite movie of all time. Um yeah, I'm a, I'm a super gearhead, and and that practical effects, I mean it, I mean it's it's insane because it's a Saturday Night Live comic or you know sketch, but it is a non. It's over two hours long, and it they is had a, they, were, they had a mission from God. They had a mission from we got a mission from God. Fucking yeah, phenomenal, sorry. by the way. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> That's a little rushy. You know, you haven't worked on it for a while. They, they can't all be winners. You know what I mean? Hey, hey. By the end of the episode, you're going to nail the <laughs> I have nailed nation. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, now that was fat Dan Aykroyd. You know. Oh, okay. Uh, not Coneheads, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Talk, this yeah, skinny, yeah, skinny early, Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing fat Dan Aykroyd. I'm oh, okay. Doing. That makes more and more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but it's, it's nonstop. Like, the film's pacing for me is perfect like it just keeps going well dude you and get a, you get chased by neo-nazis fucking a, cra- a crazy smoking hot carrie fisher princess yeah. leia yeah for uh, real str- lady stranger right they're fucking chaser now then you got the cops you got steven williams 21 jump street in the house mm-hmm. chasing them so they're like okay these motherfuckers are they, they're gonna they're uh um they're trying to do something good for the orbit like at the end you got every fucking soldier cop like uh, uh, everybody have these guys, right? And all they do is like put desk in the door to cover them so they can't get in. It's kind of <laughs> funny. Um, but it, but I love like um, just like like you know, like in musicals, like you'll be in a scene and all of a sudden, like you you get singing, like when um, like when James Brown, you're like oh, what a perfect position they put James Brown in, right? To play like a like a preacher, like it was perfect. He he fit yeah. right in. Aretha Franklin is this like a waitress, newlywed. Um, and then she starts singing. You're like, oh hell yeah! We get some Aretha singing in this. Mm-hmm. this is, yeah, you, she, dude, she can blow. So you're like, okay, she's gonna nail it. And, and then, then Ray uh, Charles runs. Yeah, then Ray Charles uh... too. Cab, <laughs> even Cab Calloway. And I only remember Cab Calloway because I used to watch the old Janet Jackson video. Yeah, uh, oh, which, that's right. Remember the old and she was in her zoot suit and him. And, and I know he's really popular too. But um, he get the crowd going too in the very beginning, which was funny. Hidey, 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 ho. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, like at first I was I wasn't sure where this movie was going. I, I I couldn't get a grasp of it. But then like it had some chuckles here, and then he had some cool, he had some zany characters, and then and then the the acting of uh, I feel bad for the guy. I don't know if he's an actor, just a real musician. But uh, Aretha Franklin's husband, <laughs> well, talk <laughs> oh, to me, woman. Guitarist, I'm leaving right now. I'm like, oh Jesus, this guy. A lot of the acting is really 
cheesy bad. yeah well it's in the whatever. 80s so i'm like it's like yeah. whatever you know i, I didn't yeah, exactly. mind because i kept thinking he was like um carl weathers so i kind of let it slide oh that's right he looks just like him max jackson over here but, exactly so i wanted him and i wanted him to get the band together like i wanted everyone to jam like the dude uh like uh their waiter friend that was a host they kept oh, fucking just eating shrimp and just being disgusting and throwing shrimp the dude wanted to leave and my man just came one and asked, like, how old the, the girl oh, oh, like, oh, is? I, I want to buy your daughter. How much for your daughter and your and, wife? And that was their comedy side coming out, right? That was, like, their, oh. their, you know, their voices or their impersonations coming out. So I thought that was, that was yeah. cool and fresh. So. Well, and, um. and, and I, you look it up uh, again, the, sort of the making of. They had a really hard time making the film because John Belushi was a fucking party animal during the yeah. entire filming of it. Yeah. So did you ever kind of try to look at him to see when he was fucked up or not? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't need to add but insult but, to injury. Yeah, but there's so I mean, talented, right? I mean, a guy died, so like, talented, the right? next year or something yeah. like that. I know. You know? Um, so, so talented and just waste, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, MCP, real quick. Um, not real we quick. We get his brother. We get his brother, Jim Belushi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man, he's good. Come on. Um so did it, did it, anything come back to you? Was it completely fresh to you when you saw it they, again, or how did uh, the only thing that came back to me was the the bar scene? Yeah, where they were, where they were playing the country song, mm-hmm. and they got the bottles th- thrown at him. Yeah, because I remember thinking as a kid, why are they still throwing bottles at him if they like him? Yeah, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> they're crazy ass everywhere. Because <laughs> they're crazy ass hillbillies, motherfucker. That's why. Oh, they're gonna say white people. <laughs> well, that too. Uh, same thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, but that's the only part I remember from the movie that like kind of came back. Like I was like, th- this felt familiar. Uh, the rest of it, I, I don't remember shit. Like once it got to the end and it just got batshit crazy, yeah. you know, like with the, the calling the army in and shit. That they, the, the amount of extras they hired for this film is yeah. absolutely insane. Well, I mean, it was like, 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 it was like martial law. Like, I mean, Tony, you pointed it out. It's like. The the it's like the national guard. They're like tanks rolling down the street. And yeah, shit. man, everybody's showing up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Fucking everybody rolled up there. Yeah, but it made insane. me think like this movie wasn't really. I mean, obviously it it reminded me of like um, Sucker Punch, where all that shit was just in their head. They weren't actually getting getting chased by Nazis. They weren't actually getting chased by the national guard. That's just how fucked up they are, and how they always imagine people chasing them. But really, they're not that. They're not. Nothing big is going on. Like the scene that gave that me that feeling is um, when they were doing the five thousand in in the grand auditorium. You know, the five thousand people in the in the audience, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and they started playing, and they had nice suits on, right? And then the, at the, as soon as they stopped playing, they were back into normal clothes. I was like, see, this, a lot of this movie isn't real. It's just what they imagine in your head. That's what they feel. You know, this is how we feel like we're playing. We're playing like we feel like we're playing with these fancy suits on, but they're not actually wearing suits. So I, th- I felt like the whole movie was kind of like that. Like once I saw that, I was like, oh, you know what? A lot of this isn't isn't actually happening, which made it more fun. Hmm. Like there wasn't really all those cars flying. Over. Hey, you, that was just you make you make sure you make sure you cough medicine with any alcohol or anything, Tony. <laughs> Taking it deep with the blue. I mean, I didn't. I, I I don't see. I didn't. I didn't see that when I was watching it. But I do. I get it because the movie is so over the top, 
I mean, it's like but you can like get away 50... with you. You know what? You can get away with zany shit like that when you make a comedy, though. You know well, I mean? oh, of course, I agree. Course. You can like break. The, you can like break the fourth wall. You can yeah, like, yeah, wing and yeah, talk, yeah, of course. Time and stuff and like that's that, what so. made it more fun. For yeah, me. exactly. Exactly. Just like yeah. one little hint that it's like, mm-hmm. hey, this is all you know. It's all make believe type thing. Mm-hmm. It just made it more fun for me. Right. Absolutely. Well, Instead of going, making well, it... this is stupid. Like, yeah. really, nobody's gonna call the fucking national guard on these guys. Yeah. No, yeah. I just let it go. Right. So. Well, the yeah, fact but they do do some damage though. It is heavily a musical. I mean, there's like. I don't know. But how many do you get that it's an action comedy crime? Like, honestly, I, like, or they, if it got musical, but like, when's the last time you get something like that, you know? Well, we get action sure. comedies, obviously, on a regular basis. Yeah, but then you throw a musical in it with it as well. Well, like, and that's the thing. That's the big one. That's what's crazy. Is, yeah. Like and it works. Four, I'm thinking there's four, maybe five major musical set pieces in the film. Mm-hmm. And, and like you just said, it works. Now, it ain't going to work for. For your kids and my kids. But we're old enough to have remember. I mean, I remember listening to that music on the radio when I was a little kid. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, you guys listen to like accordion Mexican trumpet music growing up. The fuck are you uh, talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that, was my, that was my racist rant for the day. Oh, okay. Um, Weren't you listening uh, to bagpipes and shit when you were growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 No, I was Hitler, I was listening to Hitler speeches. Remember? Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, well, yeah, you were probably loving the Nazis in this movie. That's why you're gonna give mm. it a Slater. Well, no, because you haven't waited until I give my Slater. Because oh, okay, um, yeah, when the movie's done, welcome to the I'm Nazi like, party. <laughs> I, it's a. This is one of those. I haven't talked about it that much uh, recently, but there's a difference between movies and films. You know what I mean? Oh, and this is one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you got a hipster. You got a hipster sounder, Tony. Uh, right. Opening a can of PBR or some shit. Wow. No, 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 no. I'm just wow. like. You Guys, know did saying? you know there's a difference between mu- movies and film? <laughs> no, Harley. I've, enlighten us. Were we? Yeah. S- right. Go ahead, Tony. No, it's all right. I swear no, no, we Tony, were just. I swear, in the last few weeks, we were criticizing people that were saying that there's a difference between film and movies. We were talking shit about them. Oh, were we? I swear. I swear it happened. It was so two weeks ago. I moved on. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious. In the sense of, like, there are some movies that... Some movies are filmed on film. Some are in digital. Well, no. I prefer film myself. No, no, I give a shit about that. I mean, um, we've seen some amazing work done digitally, plain and simple. I mean, and there's some movies that I wish we could go back and film them digitally because they would look better and it would just be amazing. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, that I'm, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that. I'm not Nolan or I'm whatever his cinematographer is. No. Whatever is. I can't think of his name now. Um, Wally Pfister. Yeah, thank you. Um, who can't direct for shit, but oh well. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You did one movie. Relax. How many have you made? Well, I... Uh, yeah. How many movies or film have you made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm serious. Like, this is <laughs> this is one of the... This, you know, for me, it's a lot like, and I know you can't stand it, is a mad, 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 mad world. <sighs> and it... Yeah, I know. And Tony, I'd be curious what Tony, if he could go back and see this. Or if he could go see Mad 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 World, um, I did see it. Yeah. Oh, I did. oh, that's right. You did see it. It was such a long time ago, though. 
Thank God. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a. I think it's a great film. Everybody should go see it. It's got the replayability. Um, like it's not. Sl- yeah, between the music and the action, and sort of the. I mean, we haven't even talked about the chemistry between Belushi and Aykroyd. I think is is phenomenal. Um, you have all these cameos. Um, yeah, no, I I think, you know, and I'm like Tony. I don't like handing out Slaters to, to films on the first view kind of thing. But um, it's it's right there. And so for me, I, I'm, I would give it a, a low Slater. That was a fucking movie. Whoa. It's one of those movies where if I had seen it when I was younger, when if I saw this movie when I was 16, 17, 18 years old, it would be in my it, – it's one of those – it's like – it's not a perfect film because it's fucking 35 years old, but it's considering, you know, what, what, and I know Tony, you were critical of this last, last week about, you know, you don't, you don't review movies, um, based on watching them 25 years ago. You review them as we're watching it now, you know, in 2015, comparing them to movies now. And, and we've seen plenty of action films since. Um, I I don't remember the last action film I've seen. Hey, did sold. you already fucking rate it already? Well, I'm still reviewing the film. Can I not oh, still sh- review the film? No. Does we the rating a, have? Okay, it's a two-hour so, podcast, not if five the, hours. If the, it's not a Terrence Malick podcast. <laughs> Tony, hurry, get in there. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you put his ass to sleep. See. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I, I do like to review movies as if it's modern time. Like it's me now, not 25 years ago, but I also like to review movies in and of themselves. So it kind of goes hand in hand to me. Um, and I enjoy the shit out of this. I mean, like I said, once I, once I got to that point, even before I got to that one point where I started, you know, getting all mental on shit, um, it was fun. There was, there was genuine comedy there was genuine action and there was just genuine stupid parts of the movie that i'm just like chuckling at because it's it's fun um so i i, I give it a dollar for sure i'd buy that for a dollar i'm confused should i review this as a film or a movie i'm confused help me out fellas. <laughs> go fuck yourself <laughs> yes we got him got him yeah i uh i like it i like it as a it's a movie it's a good movie it's got cool action cool car chase like for a movie that's um, about, it's called the Blues Brothers, you can think of it's gonna be nothing but music. But apparently, in the Blues Brothers 2000, they try to amp it up and they go even crazier with the the car chases. I think, oh. um, yeah, because it came out long. I remember like when the new one came out, but I had never seen this one. But I'll be pleasantly surprised. I liked it. I, I you know, I'm a fan of uh, um, some some SNL movies when when SNL stars come out and make a movie. And uh, sometimes they do well and sometimes not so well. But this one, I think, like you said, the chemistry worked really great with these two guys. And uh, you throw in an awesome practical car chase. You got me. Um, and the music's great, too. So if you like the old school music, you got, if you're fans of Aretha, you've probably already seen it because this came out in 1980. So there's nothing else yeah. until you knew that they haven't seen. But um, to me, yeah, I'd, um, I'd give this movie slash film a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. The... Uh... Film you're referring to, Blues Brothers 2000, has a 4.8 on IMDb. <laughs> that budget's probably smaller, huh? Uh, I don't know. Let me look it up. You know, I give this movie a dollar for the car chase through the mall alone. 
shit no, yeah, man. That's yeah. what I'm talking about, dude. That's what that through the whole tempo. I'm telling yeah. you. It's like, oh, that that store hasn't right. been crashed into. Let's drive into that one. Well, Blues this Brothers right 2000, they only threw $28 million at it. They'd like, fuck y'all. Y'all driving and just on this street. it only made $14 million. See, I wanted them wow. to make a pyramid like they had in Wayne's World. Remember in Chicago? Those cars were all stacked up on that pole. I was hoping that they were going to do the same. I love how, like, there's already... 8,000 cars crashed, and cop cars decided to speed to go, oh, man, I can't stop. <laughs> There's like already a pyramid of cars, and they're just like, I mean, oh, I was, I'm watching the movie, them. and I'm going like, somebody had to have gotten hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, somebody had got to have been fucked up, because I'm looking there around, was, like, any guys got brakes? Like, they just, yeah, and it's right. like hauling ass, and it's like, I don't see the camera tricks. I mean, we've seen so many movies where we've seen the, you know, yeah, I heard. Them. I read that it was all blue screen. It was just like four. Oh kids. yeah, yeah. It was all four kids just around each other with with toy cars. Those were all toy cars, and they were just <laughs> flinging them at each other and bashing. That's what it looked like. That's yeah. And it was it's awesome. Like, and it was great. Like yeah. So. Yeah, like you said, they yes, the mall alone, right? And um, and and it gets a dollar for Carrie Fisher, you know, shooting at a M6 at the, a machine gun. Oh, and God, you yeah. you called it. She Back looked good, right? She looked good. First lay, I looked like, good. Okay, all right, all right, cool. I, I don't feel bad. There you go. So we'll end up, That's a good note in on right there. There you go. <laughs> so call in Dick Tracy. Call in Dick Tracy. Another interesting movie. Yeah. What budget was this one movie? Uh, Dick. Oh, now all of a sudden you're fucking uh, put me on the spot. Well, that, that's just, just your job. I mean, you know, you can tell us what the movie's about. Budget forty six. That's well, and to be to, to in uh, your in your defense, I, I'm the one who did pick it. Yeah, Tony, forty six million dollars. That happened to um, have the page up. So. Yeah. So um, thank you. Tony. Yeah, this is another one of those movies where I remember like scenes of it, and I probably saw this from beginning to end once when I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. Or teens or something. I don't remember it. You don't remember uh, liking it. I don't remember loving it, but I don't remember. I remember going, "Wow, this is kind of a cool movie." Yeah. Um, well, because so, the source material came out in the fifties or something, right? Did, well, yeah, he was a comic strip or something, or what was he like on the? Yeah, yeah, I mean, the original source material is like from the thirties or forties or fifties. It's really, okay, it's so. it's very very early. And, and and they predicted the Apple Watch. Yeah, no <laughs> you're <shit>. right. <laughs> well, and everybody or any well, any smartphone, right? Yeah, yeah. any smart any watch. watch. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So um, another film? No, no, I wouldn't say film. Another movie. No, well, no, no. The, you can say so. Film. They, well, yeah, all right, whatever. It's filmed and film. Uh, Warren <laughs> Beatty directed it too, which mm-hmm. is an interesting. Um, is that why he makes out with Madonna a lot? In the movie? Uh, I don't see why not. Well, no. I <laughs> Does he make out with her, or does he keep shutting her ass down? He kisses her once. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so that we know, but you um, know, it was like a hundred takes apparently. <laughs> how? When's the last time you've seen a movie with this much talent? Mm-hmm. Literally doing like cameos. I mean, there's so much, so many actors that become major. Like, well, yeah, when you have like, yeah, like, like, a, like a Dustin Hoffman, for example, right? Holy shit! 
It's just like his mumbles, right? You're just like, holy just, shit, that's fucking Dustin And I was like, is that Dustin Hoffman? I'm like, yeah. motherfucker, that's Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. And then I'm like, is that, that looks like William Forsythe with a that, bunch yeah. of fucking shit on his head. Yeah. It is him. Like, that's oh, William Forsythe. Yeah, his flat top, yeah. yeah. And wait, is that James Caan? Was he just in the movie for like 35 seconds? Uh-huh. Yep, that was James Caan in the movie for like 35 seconds. Yeah, in fact, if you go to the IMDb, like the checklist, they're not even, you have to like click on the more just to even get down there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even, I mean, you got Al Pacino playing the... Uh, Mandy Patinkin as 88 Keys? Yeah. I mean, Paul Sorvino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just list goes on and on of, like, major actors who probably were pretty small. You know, I mean, you know, we mentioned William Forth, Forsyth, Forsythe, and... Um, yeah, yeah, right. like, fucking Dustin Hoffman doesn't show up to, like, bottom of the list. Well, and Dustin Hoffman was already Dustin Hoffman at this, right. at, you know, during this. Um but and Al Pacino is obviously playing Al Pacino's version of Big Boy Caprice kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's just screaming his guts out. <laughs> I mean, he, he he had to have like lost his voice for like six months after the filming <laughs> of this movie because he's just like screaming the entire film. And uh, and it's like Madonna's like she was still like thirty years old. Well, let me do the math. She was born in fifty eight, sixty eight, seventy eight, eighty eight. So, yeah, she was, like, 32 during the filming of it. So she looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tess. She looks great. Um, the cinematography, the coloring, all that, it all looks great. Um, the pacing is great. The action is fun. Um, the dialogue is true, like, comic book, cheesy. Sort it looks of like a, it's like an plot. old noir, right? You know, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... And the, the the bad guys are great, and you you know we mentioned all these characters. The and then at the end of the film, I just kind of felt like, meh, it was all right, kind of thing. It was weird. Like, if you describe this film, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And we're not. I haven't even talked about the score yet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You're just like, holy shit, this movie's like, this is great. Like, this would be. Like if Batman hadn't existed, I just broke. I just, I just said it. If that movie didn't come out the year before, this movie would be a full-on Slater, right? Uh-huh. But I mean, this came out in nineteen ninety. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like where it it's so so as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, this is Batman. This is like a cheesy version of Batman. You mean the look of it, or just everything? No, not the, so much the look. Well, some of the look. Like, a lot of, like, the matte paintings is... I mean, it takes place in Gotham City, right? No. I mean, I mean, obviously it doesn't, but... Right, right. But I see what you're saying. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, you just watch the film, and it's like, it feels very... I mean, it's very colorful. I mean, it's definitely going for that, like, um, comic book look, for sure. Exactly. Well, and it is a comic book. And the history has shown that Batman took a lot from the Dick Tracy comic books sourced a lot of the because the dick tracy uh comic books predate batman and and what's batman originally a detective i mean mm-hmm. he is you know we were talking about the video game earlier it's like world's greatest detective exactly exactly and what is dick tracy the world's greatest fucking detective cop kind of thing so you know this these these, these stories are not dissimilar in any way shape or form and then you literally get the same asshole to do the score, and the score is identical. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. Am I, am I the only one who was like no, listening uh, it, to it? 
that it sounded the same to me. Especially yeah. like the intro without without watching the screen, the intro you you wouldn't be able to tell if you're starting Batman or not. Ridiculous. Thank you. Yeah. But because we all know and love Batman as the one of the greatest films of all time because we're all 35, 30, you know, ish years old and we saw it when we were, you know, fucking 10, 11, 12 years old and we're like, "Oh my god, and you got Jack Nicholson and etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. This movie doesn't hold a candle to it. But it really is a lot of fun. It's a great film. It's an awesome movie to watch. But it it just kind of it it's too closely compared to Batman as you're watching it and Batman is obviously you know it, Were you waiting for him to show up or something? Well he's damn near. I was <laughs> I wanted to see Dick Tracy and Batman get into a fight, like a fist fight. I just want like to see I, more Tommy guns fucking firing at each yeah, other, man. Yeah, no shit. I mean, I don't want to see Superman versus Batman. I want to see Dick Tracy versus fucking uh, Batman. Because fucking Dick Tracy is the fucking baddest ass. He's like, he is straight up James Bond meets an American Chicago cop. You know what I mean? Like, he's super, super, super G, super cool. It's like the kid, all that. Like, and and obviously a lot of it is Warren Beatty. I think Warren Beatty is really good in it. Um, he's he's got an amazing supporting cast behind him. Um, and it just, but like I said at the end of the film, I just felt like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah, yeah it's weird. I remember That's a summer break when I was hanging out with my cousins, and uh, we'd go to the liquor store, and they'd have like um, uh, almost like baseball cards, but with movies. At the time this was coming out, it must have been summer of ninety, mm. and uh, I kept I kept going in there and buying the cards and kept finding more change, getting the stale ass stick at the stick bubble gum that was in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, Super yeah, hard. Like yeah, baseball cards. I just try to get all the cards, so I I got and I hadn't even seen the movie, but I got familiar with all the characters, so oh. I had all the cards and stuff. So yeah, so when ah, I came and saw cool. the movie, I was kind of almost like I, I had studied, so I knew all the enemies and it was really cool. So probably when it finally came out. I I thought it was just I thought it was something so unique and different because like he's so vibrant with his yellow uh, hat and uh, tr- and uh, trench coat and then the characters were all like you know uh, you have flat top itchy mumbles you had these really like, di- dis- distinct and unique um, bad guys and they're comic book characters yeah and different. and I think maybe it was a radio show first because back then like a lot of them were radio shows weren't they I don't know oh good point yeah I don't know you know because you hear you would hear a lot of things you know and then I'm a fan of the fucking Tommy gun you throw a Tommy gun in there I'm like I'm like fuck yeah I'm all over it. Um, and then it was cool, like old school, like fist fighting too, you know? I mean, when you get down, you get dirty, it, it, it just knock fools out. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I, like I said, I, I, um, I think the, I, I dig the, the characters that are in it. Like I said, Dustin Hoffman playing Mumbles and Al Pacino, just kind of like, um, just having a blast with that role, just going, just going bananas, just going crazy over the top with it. I think it's cool. Um, yeah, Warren Beatty had, I mean, double duty to act and, uh, yeah, correct. And I think he pulled it off. I think he did pretty well. Like he had a good vision of the of the show. Maybe he was a fan of it when he was a kid. I don't know, but um, it shows. I mean, it's like uh, it's just kind of neat to see it. Um, because I I wasn't. I mean, I had never heard of it, but to make me a fan of it, I thought it was you know, like I said, I just thought Flat Top was a kind of cool character. He was kind of mean. He's kind of. It's just a weird idea, like prune face and like itchy. I don't know. It's kind of a uh, kind of interesting. Well, the 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 characters. And I'm trying to think. It's pretty much all the bad guys. Most of the bad guys have a shit ton of prosthetics. Right. I mean, between noses and chins and foreheads and heads. I mean, it's. And that's why it's I thought comic. it was so. Sorry, that's why I thought it was so no. unique about the, the 
the toy line that I, it was like one big Tracy and a bunch of bad guys. Like you've mm-hmm. never seen that really long toy line with a bunch of villains. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that. interesting. Good point. Yeah. And I still have shoulders, uh, itchy and, and Dick Tracy as the toys. So I remember wow. buying them. Yeah. So yeah, to me, I, I always enjoyed Dick Tracy and it was fun to revisit it again. Um, yeah, I always liked this movie. What about you, Tommy? Uh, th- absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I totally forgot about the toys, but I think that's what made me like it as a kid. Um, I watched this several years ago again, just revisited, and I liked it again. Um, mm. It's fun. I, I, I've always liked the the idea of unique caricature villains like these. You know, the Batman universe kind of has theirs, but they're more they're more um, modern comic book. They're they're trending towards you know like super powered you know DC or Marvel type universe, yeah. um, you know um, hero type thing. But in this one, they're just normal people, but just different, just characters of of, of humans. And you know, one of the big head, and the flat top, the prune face. The, you know, it was just I've always thought it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> lips, man. I was thought he was so gross eating them. Oh, lips! Oysters. God, it was so, oh, yeah, the God. slurping. Just the lips. Slurping. Lips was his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lips. Yeah. Um, and he's just like he eats like fifty. He's like. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're like, God damn, that's disgusting. Another mm-hmm. great actor who everybody recognizes, but nobody can say like, you know, oh, what do I, what do I know that guy? What do I know that guy from? Right. Like gangster films. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. But anyways, yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, the one thing I noticed this third or fourth time around maybe um i'm sure i've seen it more than that but i realized that i liked <laughs> one of the reasons i liked it as a kid was all the sexual undertones from madonna's character oh jesus christ like oh, there was just all oh like every every sentence out of her mouth has a double meaning well because she just wants to fuck dick tracy i mean that's like all right. she, she cares wants about it. she wants it, it, this was a, yeah, <laughs> but mm-hmm. this was a comic movie so mm-hmm. it wasn't. Oh yeah, you gotta have your fucking vixens, right? You gotta have. Um, mm-hmm. You gotta right. have the, the the nice chick. I mean, you gotta have all the characters, right? The... Well, and then even somebody calls him Dick. It's like uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, but you this know, is just. P- what what do we do now, Dick? And I'm, I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah, but this was a PG movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I think I remember enjoying that. You know, and and um, and maybe I didn't understand all the nuances in what she was saying but i knew yeah. that, that there was definitely loaded in whatever she was saying it, it had more more to it than than you know what, what well I thought yeah I, I mean a, a tremendous amount of the film is just sort of sexually charged and <clears throat> it you know it kind of makes reference to it's a period film it takes place in the 50s essentially um and it's a very um, the whole relationship between Dick Tracy and, and what's her name. He's, he's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, stoic, mm. you know, and he's, he's trying to like ask her to move in, but he can't say it. And at the very end, never says it. And what does he do? Spoiler alert. He just throws the engagement ring at her. Like he's <laughs> too, uh-huh. he's like the, he defines that patriarchal, sort of macho machismo i mean all the women characters are submissive and i mean madonna is 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 a whore essentially and so um it 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 
leads to all, it, it uh, fulfills all the stereotypes of the time. Um, but it it, it uh, it's fun for for sure. So yeah, yeah. and then fun, there's yeah. The, uh, that whole reveal at the end was kind of um, oh no face yeah 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 the mm-hmm. no face character and whatnot. Um, I remember it surprised me when I first watched it as a kid. And so I give it that. Not that I thought a lot about trying to predict movies back then. Um, and then the other thing is that Lane liked it. Like, like She never likes the comic book movies. <laughs> she hated Sin City and was kicked her out of the house when I heard that. Whoa. But Whoa. she what? liked this one. Oh, she didn't right like now. Sin City. Cancel like that Sin order of boxes right now. <laughs> yeah, fuck her. Yeah, man. Tell, tell her oh, ass to move herself. She, hey, she didn't finish the movie. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let it go because you didn't finish. Oh, fuck that. You don't let it go. <laughs> Shit. It's like, it's like turning off Terminator 2 before you meet the T-1000. Like, <laughs> how fucking dare you? No, I'm kidding. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you give so, it? Oh, I give it a dollar. Um, I'd buy that for a dollar. I'll have to watch it again in my adult days to see if I enjoy it just as much. It doesn't have the repeat value for me. I enjoy it, but I don't tend to want to go back to it. I could just have it on my head and it's cool. It's interesting. It it it, it kind of I I think I feel a lot like Tony does in the sense of I'm not in a hurry to go see this again. Because if I'm in the if I'm in a hurry to see this cuz Batman essentially takes place in the 50s too. I mean the cars are very sort of like 50s, 60s. Like if you look the whole like the the um the outfits and stuff it's very you know periodish and 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 it just feels like it it feels like this is the deep impact to armageddon you know what i mean we've seen huh. a lot a lot of times we've seen sort of a very similar movie come out within a year or two of each other it's like Hollywood's like, hey, we got to make this movie. And somebody's like, yeah, all right, well, I'm going to shit one out even earlier. And I'm going to capitalize on the, the hype, but I'm going to do a shitty, shittier version of it. And we've seen it, you know, with like volcano movies and, um, you know, like I just mentioned, the, the Deep Impact Armageddon thing. Um, and this one feels a lot like that. It feels like this is sort of like the bridge between the Batman that we know and love and the Schumacher Batman, like the cheesy over the top. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if, if we didn't have the Batman, if we didn't have the first two Batman films, this movie would be, would be a film. I'm going to be hipster all day, all night long. Oh, boy. He, uh, he can you know crazy is um, Gene Hackman. He uh, turned on the role because he couldn't bear being directed by Warren Beatty again after his experience on reds. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I'm yeah. also reading that, Beatty considered hiring Martin Scorsese to direct the film. Whoa, that'd have wow. been weird. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that'd been interesting. Take it easy, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So McCall uh, was re- re- considered for the role of the kid who turned it down as a pref- as he as he preferred to do Home Alone. Well, that's not a bad choice. Hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, it it's a solid buy that for a dollar in every definition. I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. Mazzy mm. enjoyed the shit out of it. I mean, I'd she buy that it, for a yeah. dollar. And she was eating it up the whole time. Anna was like, boring. <laughs> Why? Because Anna grew up on 
Nolan's Batman films, where superheroes and sort of these comic book detective characters, dark, gritty, and it's too it's too flashy. It's I mean, and and for me, I like it. The warrant. I mean, every time he's he's never not wearing his suit. And if he's outside, he's got right. a suit jacket yep. with uh-huh. the yellow hat and the yellow. Um, <laughs> Come get know. me, bad guy! Come get me, bad guys! Come at me, bro! Yeah, exactly. You know, and even fuck. when he's like at his most casual, he's wearing his fucking tie with his shirt unbuttoned and like loosened. I mean, he's yeah. he's the coolest fucking cop of all time. But the film is just a dollar, unfortunately. So. Yeah, it says on um on Wikipedia that he someone else wanted to make the film more violent, but he wanted to stick to the uh, he wanted to see it as a stylized homage to the 1930s comic strip. That's why it's so colorful and flat and, you know, that kind of thing. Which is it's cool. interesting. That's what it feels like. We we mentioned the Danny Elfman thing, Elfman thing. In 1989, Danny Elfman did Batman. The very next year, he did Dick Tracy and Dark Man. <laughs> oh yeah, Dark Man. Yeah. So um, I, I thought that was interesting. That's another one of those films I saw when I was a kid, and I was like, "Wow, this is a lot of fun." Sam Raimi directed it, wrote it too, I guess. Um, but I don't remember a goddamn thing about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember it was, well, for lack of a better word, dark. Yeah. Oh yeah, so. But uh, yeah, anyways, I mean, it's a it's a lot of fun and kids, you know, somebody like crew would probably like it. Did you watch it with the kids at Ponza? Oh, uh, no, no. I tried thought about it, but I was like, nah, I don't think I don't think they're ready for it. Yeah, I well, and, and Tony, Tony nailed it right on the head. Um, yeah, it's filled with sexual innuendo, um, you know, but luckily the little kids, they don't it goes over their head. So, but, so yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was a good. Fun. It was a good week for for homework and extra credit. Exactly. Ponzo yeah. will give it a dollar. Yep. Same I'd here. buy that for a dollar. Cool. Right on. Right on. Ooh. So you saw. Uh, let me let me talk about Inside Out real quick since it's the newest movie. Oh yeah, it came saw out it. and it's and it's Pixar, and um, and I th- and it's got eight point nine IMDb right now, ninety four minutes. After young Riley is uprooted from her Midwest life and moved to San Francisco, her emotions, joy, joy, fear, anger, disgust, and sadness conflict on how best to navigate a new city, house, and school. So directed by Pete uh, Doctor and written by Pete Doctor. And, uh, you know, great cast uh, doing all the voice work. I mean, they, they, they nailed the, 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 what they needed to do um, for each actor. Like, anger is Lewis Black. Have you ever heard him complain? That's perfect. Uh, even Polar's Joy. If you've seen her on, on Parks and Rec, she's, she nails it. So we we start from the beginning with Riley's born, the little baby girl, and uh, Joy is the first uh, emotion to, to show up. So we follow we follow you know we we coming back and forth between Riley and their emotions, and mostly it's it's like, it's like the emotions. Um, it almost kind of reminded me of Wreck-It Ralph oh, when they're, no they're going to the mission and come back. Yeah, interesting. Um, I just was yeah, I was looking. at it, It's like Joy. Yeah, she's she's sadness, born and, fear, and anger. It's yeah, and Riley's vision, which she sees, they see it. They're like, and they're like, it's called headquarters, and they're there. And and uh, when she starts crying, she's like, "What? What happened?" She turns around, and sadness shows up. She's like, "I'm sadness," and she's always like bumming out. And uh, they do like a little montage of her crying throughout. It's when she kind of steps in. Yeah, then fear steps in. 
she's running through like the uh, she's running around a kid pulling like a wagon. She stops by the cord because Bill Hader's kind of telling her, "All right, relax, be careful. It's not go over that cord." When she goes over, starts running, she goes crazy again. And so it's kind of funny. They have all these orbs that uh that record the day of their events of what happened, and there's like f- there's like five core events that they kind of uh, store special that she never wants to forget. And not only do these feelings cause like um, emotions, but they also cause these islands that's like behind them in their little headquarters. So she has like a goofy one. That's like, so whenever she's been goofy, kind of like it's like a little amusement park. Then uh, she has trust, family, and then like hockey. So she loves hockey because she's from Minnesota. So she skates and everything. So it's kind of neat, man. It's kind of like um, you can see a lot of kids kind of like taking it in, going like, "Oh, I wonder if I have something like that going on." Like now that I'm mad, like anger kicked in, right? Because because <laughs> anger's funny, man. The part where like. Um, she gets upset and, and then like she, Joey's trying to fix it, trying to make her happy, and he just gets them out. He pushes them out of the way. He's like, "Here, let me deal with it. You want to see Matt? I'll show you." Matt. And fire starts growing out of his head. He pulls like the two levers from the computer, and the girl gets mad. Um, it's really neat and clever. I mean, it seems like you know Pixar had been uh, hadn't you know done a good movie in a while, but I think they really had something here, something special with this one. Like I said, the actors they got for the characters, they're great. Like Bill Hader is fear. Amy Poehler's Joy, Mindy Kaling as uh, Disgust, and then the like. If you've seen The Office, you kind of see like the woman stand in his place. I mean, it's really neat how they did it. And uh, like I said, it goes it crosses between Riley as a like a like a like a student going to a new school, and they're telling her what to do. And and you and, and it's funny like the way they do things where you got these two coworkers working at um like so they're all colored right. The orbs you hold the orbs and it shows the memory. And some of them are graded out. They're, like, losing it. So, like, these two workers are, like, sucking them up into, like, a vacuum. And they're like, hey, how about this one? They got a checklist. And they're like, uh, how about these phone numbers? And the guy's like, ah, everybody has them on their phones anyways. She don't, she don't need to remember them. So it gets sucked. That memory's gone. So just think about how many memories you've lost and you've forgotten, right? <laughs> it's these, like, two coworkers just taking them up. Like, uh, there was another one that said know all the characters names of these of this like cartoon or whatever and they're like why do we need that use information get rid of it um the kind of thing like man how many of those i've lost in my time right that was kind of funny um and then when i saw it i took a crew and my and three of my neighbors because we were watching them today so that was kind of an adventure get them all in the car getting there getting them snacks set them down filling so that was kind of quite fun so they seem to enjoy it. And fuck, man, when you go see a Pixar movie, they show like eight or nine goddamn trailers before the movie started. Because she was getting fidgety. Like, man, how many other uh, uh, trailers are there? I'm like, dude, trust me. I thought, I thought this would be it. They want to make sure you see everything when you're seeing this movie. And then the little short that they had before was called Lava. It's this little singing volcano. Not one of their strongest of all the ones like I've seen, you know, like, like Feast and Paper Man, which I really love. Um, this one's kind of cute, you know, a little musical, but not, not one of their stronger ones. Um, but I think Pixar is back. It's cool to see something new. Um, if you look back at their track record of like um, uh, movies when they started, of like toys having feelings, uh, that's what would it be like. Bugs had feelings. What would it be if like uh, superheroes had feelings? Robots had feelings. Cars mm-hmm. had feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, dogs had feelings. It's all about that, right? So I was like, what about feelings had feelings? Um, I thought that was kind of clever. Uh, but to me, yeah, it's very, very high buy for a dollar. Kids enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I'm pretty sure you guys would enjoy it. Like, Harley, you can see with your kids, no problem, because it's like a teenage girl. It's like an 11-year-old. Um, oh, right and, on. And, yeah, and, and, um, and uh, there's like an imaginary friend shows up, which is kind of funny. So there's all these little cool things like uh, that they do with like your feelings and uh, your memory, and it's just really cleverly done. So I definitely recommend it, and, and it's a very high buy for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Why is it that Pixar can literally do no wrong? Like, 
I've well, that's never why I seen people a Pixar kinda, film that yeah. thought I was like, eh, eh it kind of sucked. Well, people said they were kind of slow, falling off with like Brave and like the people really like that one or the one. Oh, there's I another Brave one was too. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mazzy watched the fuck out of it. Yeah. Well, like critically, I guess it didn't, you know, because like Disney came in, they did Frozen, Wreck and Ralph, so they were on a tear. So everyone kind of wanted to see Pixar come back and just like dominate again, like they used to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. It's just Did funny because. Did you take her to see it or? Yeah. 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 Oh, right on. It's like him and the neighbor kids, I just said. Oh, I, like, right yeah, I went four deep. <laughs> it's funny. They got a projection too. Where, like they're all, hey, let's think of this memory again. And they kind of and they focus it. The sadness kind of gets nearby and touches it. And it starts to get blue. And like she starts <laughs> to get like worried. And it's like, what, sadness? What are you doing? Like, I'm sorry. I wanted to touch it. Like I can't help myself. And everyone's freaking out. And then like everyone, everyone wants to go to the board and kind of give their emotion, right? Oh, mm. man. It's funny. And then they like towards the end they go through all these other emotions, like all these other people's heads. <laughs> like mm. uh that's just one part where like um the girl like uh meets this boy and uh he's like she's like, Here, hand it to him and the boy is just like like he sees a cute girl, he doesn't know what to do, right? So they go inside his head and all the all his feelings are fucking freaking out with a red alarm going, they're all girl, girl, girl <laughs> They don't know what to do. And they even go into I don't wanna spoil it, but you'll you'll see. It's kinda clever. It's really fun. That um the the writer director mm-hmm. also wrote and directed uh, Up, Wally, Monsters Inc. And that's why you said why they can't do no wrong. There you go. Because they get this one guy to write and direct all. Well, they the get a really stuff. they get a real tight group. Yeah, and they do really yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, the voice acting too. It's Lewis Black, right? I mean, he's just like oh, he's, him, yeah. his voice is so unmistakable. Yeah. Oh yeah, like someone said something. He goes, "What." You think I'm mad? I'll show you mad. It's, it's, it's fucking great, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you, uh, Tarly, you saw Lucy? I did. I finally I guess, got a chance yeah. to see Lucy. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm still curious about that. My buddy Jeff liked it. I think Tony really liked it. But I hear it. it a lot of critic, like it's critically, it's just not reviewed well, or people don't like it. From like, it, it's interesting. The bloggers that I it's, follow. It's written and directed by Luke Basson, mm-hmm. and um, you know, if you're if you're not familiar with him, IMDb him because he's. He's one of those hit or miss guys. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know films like The Professional are, are, you know, critically acclaimed, and and the list goes on and on, like Fifth Element stuff like that. But he's also directed and written some bullshit kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and this, I would say, is one of his hits. Um, I can see why Tony likes it, um, <laughs> and you know, I'm right there with Tony. Um, and I can see why some, I, I think it's probably one of those movies where, especially when it's done, cause the fourth act is, it, it, it's like the blues brothers. It's batshit. It just goes nuts. And Tony, I, 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 uh, I invite you to interrupt because I'm, I'm curious, um, for you to review it again while I'm talking about it. Um, but the movie's a lot of fun, and it's really interesting. Okay, what's going on? It reminds you of it, uh, what was it um, Life? Was it with uh, Bradley Cooper? Limitless. Limitless. A little bit. Yeah, a little. Um, the whole like I remember like someone says in this movie, is it Morgan Freeman about using like only some percent of your brain or whatever? Yeah, and I, I remember Tony talking about that. It's like, and and the science behind it is is a little on the. Uh, gray side i think it's one it, go ahead tony <laughs> it's a little on the fiction side the science 
Yeah, yeah. The idea that we only use 10% of our brain is horseshit, really. We actually use, like, all of our brain. It's just parts of it at a time. And oh, yeah. The, the, I mean, the list goes on. So, I mean, it's definitely a science fiction film, although they do a very good job of making it seem possibly real. Um, but that's, I think, good science fiction. I mm-hmm. think a good science fiction writer and director makes a film seem believable, seem plausible, um, you know, something, you know, like we were talking about Jurassic Park, you're like fucking dinosaurs, but you make a movie and you do it well, the writer director combo, and it's fucking believable. Like I could believe it. Um, and Lucy feels very believable with the exception of towards the end, it gets a little batshit crazy. And I think that probably leaves a bad taste in some critics mouth, mm. but it's one of those it's one of those films where it's like how do you what do you do where do you yeah, go do you, you know um scarlett johansson's lucy and she is comes off as being just this dullard kind of a blondie character kind of like what she actually kind of plays a lot in films mm-hmm. um and you're kind of waiting her for her to become billy badass kind of thing um and so it happens spoiler alert and and it's basically like she gets a drug overdose of this like weird drug and she becomes essentially a super superhero mm-hmm. um and but the movie doesn't fall for the superhero tropes for the most part or a mm-hmm. lot of them i i feel like they did a very good job of of being a re- like for me the movie got major major brownie points for being 100% original. It just felt really authentic and it 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 it's really the action is really really good. Um it's got that Luke Besson, you know, gun and gunplay. Yeah, very stylish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very <laughs> stylish action and it works because Scarlett Johansson is incredibly charismatic, you know. Um She's got the the whole like sex appeal, but she's also when she when she's and especially once she becomes sort of the superhero character, she becomes kind of the Black Widow yeah. in a sense, very confident, very strong. Don't fuck with me, and and as a you know whatever, I, I enjoy the shit out of it. You know, watching her, she she's she was perfectly cast for it, and Morgan Freeman's in it. It's a little more than a cameo, um, and and it's kind of one of those films where you know the last like twenty minutes of the film it just kind of gets kind of batshit, and the movie's short; it's it's barely an hour and a half, um, and it's basically action packed from beginning to end. And the first twenty minutes of the film, Tony, do you do you remember? Um, I'm reading up so, on it right now, trying to refresh my memory. Yeah, I mean, the first 20 minutes of the movie, I was fucking hooked. I mean, I was like, dude, this is fucking intense. Okay. It's got one kind of extended scene where you're introduced to her character. And and it's it's one of those movies where it gives you like a really long 20-minute long scene. It's like 15, 20 minutes long. And you're throughout the entire scene, you're like, what the fuck is going on? As the filmmaker, it doesn't pander to the lowest common denominator, you know, film watcher. 
Um, it's not a popcorn. It's got some popcorn action, especially towards the end. But the 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 story and sort of the underlying theme feels very mature and and very. You're kind of like, well, wait, what the fuck? Like, she just got to, like got accidentally drug overdose, and it seems so basic, but she can do this. What what can she do? Or or and what's going to happen? Uh, for me, it felt I, I was I was riveted throughout the whole film, and um, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I can see why some people didn't like it because, I, but I would argue it's one of those films. Maybe they went into it thinking, um, you know, having and you know anticipating something different. I mean, look at the IMDb, the the plot synopsis: A, a woman accidentally caught in a dark deal turns the tables on her captors and transforms into a merciless warrior evolved beyond human logic. I mean, it's bizarre. So, it's right. Well, and, and that's, a, that, that is like bizarre. And you're like, what the fuck? But it's done well enough where you're like, yeah, all right. And then between the action, the acting, and sort of, if you're a fan of Scarlett Johansson, you're like, this movie's awesome. So, um, I had a whole lot of fun with it, and Anna loved the shit out of it. Huh. Um, of course, you know she's in fucking Taekwondo, and that's all she wants to do is kick ass. <laughs> um, so that that's not a big surprise. So yeah, this is a really high buy that for a dollar. It's a lot of fun. I would, I would. Uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. Watch this again, and and if you if you fancy some original films, mm-hmm. um, you should check it out for sure. So I, I'd be curious what you think, Bobby. Uh, cool. Yeah, I feel like I have to yeah. know. Yeah, for sure. And it's not long. It's it's like barely okay. an hour and a half, and right. it's got that sort of stylized action from Luc Besson, and it it feels like they got their money out of the action, like yeah. or the money. You know, it's like it's right. very well done and practical effects. Um. So yeah, it's it's a kick ass film for sure. Hey, so you guys want to do the um, box office or the our fantasy movie league? Let's do. Let's do. Uh, well, let me do the box office. Okay. Got it. Got it. Uh, number five was the opening film, Dope. Number four was San Andreas still holding it. Uh, number three was Spy. Number two, Alfonso. Which yes. movie Uh-oh. did you pick for your box office? Why is this going to determine? You think? Absolutely. Inside Out or uh-huh. Jurassic World? Which well, one did you? Which one did see, you pick to put on your? Seeing as I we paid uh, five tickets for Inside Out, thinking I was helping that cause. I I, I <laughs> want to say I picked Inside Out to be number one. Right on. You did well. Oh, thanks, oh there you Tony. go. <laughs> Inside Out made ninety million dollars. Hey, all right, not bad. Jurassic World made one hundred and six. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic World only dropped forty nine percent, and I, that's why I guessed. That's why I voted for Jurassic World. Because, you did, huh? Yeah, yeah. I did. Oh, this is you bragging uh, again and boasting? God damn it! You well, never know, learn, maybe, do you? Maybe Tony won. I don't know. Because oh, um, I really like kind of just guessed on the other whatever. Okay. Um, the other theater screens. Oh, so modest. Um, Listen to him, Tony. Listen to him. But I felt it had such a good word of mouth. It, it, it was the critics were not dogging the shit out of this. I figured it's going to hold up to 50%. 
to you know drop off and i don't see inside out being an original film just making more than 100 million dollars so i can't believe it made 90 million dollars it just goes to show the sort of weight that that comes along with pixar absolutely um you know, and, and obviously we haven't seen a, a big animated film in in a couple months or something like say, that. Yeah, like I say, a few um, months. <laughs> this is a huge, huge weekend. Wow. Huge weekend. That's over two hundred million dollars alone in the top five. Yeah. So okay, but, so here, yeah, here, Jurassic World did did uh, did was number one with one hundred six. Grand total domestically, Jurassic World four hundred million dollars. Worldwide, it's already nine hundred ninety-eight million dollars. So by by Man. by the time your bad boys are listening to this review, it's already made a billion dollars worldwide. So I'm I'm for sure you're for sure going to see three, if not four, more Jurassic World films in the next ten years. Absolutely. I mean they're gonna they're gonna milk this cow till it bleeds. So. We got a we got a we got a sounder for our movie fantasy league, Tony. You got anything? Oh shit! Because <laughs> here here with our results uh, this week two of Drum our roll, movie, please of our movie fantasy league MCP with our results. Um, what do I got? I remember you guys can play along too. Just uh, come in. Just uh, as Tony had a link on the website, so if you guys want to play along, just follow that yeah, link and create a create an account and jump on in with the Bad Boys podcast. Right now it's just three yeah. of us, but if you guys want to play along. You guys want to compete? Think you guys we can should, do better um, than us? You um, should post it to Facebook. We don't know what we're doing. What's that, Tony? I said let's post it to Facebook at some point. Oh, good yeah, point. For sure. Um, all right. So we have three. Yep, it's only us three. And it looks like me and Fonzo picked Inside Out as our number one. Oh, both of y'all fucked up. And <laughs> Harley picked Jurassic World. Fonzo for his number two and number three screens picked Spy. Spy is my number two screen, and that's it. Harley had it for his number two and his number three. And then that's where our overlaps kind of drop off. Um, <laughs> uh, Fonzo and I both have San Andreas. We all three, well, all three of us have Pitch Perfect two. Um, hmm. Yeah, Insidious, that's left the number seven. Yeah. Insidious three. Looks like we all had it. Insidious number six. Three. Right, and then uh, Harley had Pitch Perfect two on two of his screens. Yeah, I I could afford it, and I thought it would do well enough. Yeah, and then uh, Fonzo has Mad Max and Avengers, and then I had Entourage, Avengers, and Tomorrowland. Entourage slipped all the way to number eleven. And what was the other one you talked about, Tony? That you picked? uh, Avengers, Mad Max. Tomorrowland. Oh. And oh, then, Tomorrowland, number 10, Tomorrowland. Avengers, number 9. Yeah, but we're love, talking about $2.2 million, 2.8, 1.9. I mean, they, then, didn't, uh, they didn't make any money. And then yeah. Harley, for his eighth screen, he showed Love and Mercy. Huh. Yeah, it was number 12. It only made $1.7 million. Yeah, so... I think I was just filling a screen at that point. Probably, yeah. yeah. So we have... Three different numbers. One's one hundred and twenty-six million. One's one hundred thirty-seven million, and one's one hundred forty forty-seven million. So we're ten million difference between each of us. Interesting. Wow. So drum roll. I'm so last. disputed champion right here, baby. I am last place. <laughs> oh, I moved up. And Fonzo's in second place. 
Yeah. I'm coming for that belt, sucker. So last week, uh, that's two weeks yeah. in a row that Harley's got it and been in first Two place. time champ, man. That's, that's all, fuck. all new, yep. all newcomers. Bring it on. Anybody, anybody out there. If you think you can fuck with this bad boy, Marcus Burnett, come at me. If you want to battle, I suggest you bring a Glock. That's all I'm <laughs> I wasn't very macho, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we have it. Fucking congratulations, sir. Yeah, Two weeks running. All right. I want my bad boys. Fuck. I want my my beep beep cast T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All them box office man finally paid off Harley something. Yeah, the 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 years of doing the box office. Reigning champ. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's interesting. So we got we got two new films, Max and Ted Two. Hmm. Um, but both of them are cheaper than Jurassic World and Inside Out. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like, and those are still high 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 priced. Or whatever the stuff yeah, costs a lot of bucks. Yeah, well, Jurassic, yeah. You, you could easily pick, you could pick both. You could do Jurassic World's 483, Inside Out's 394, Ted 2's 378. Um, I think most people are probably going to go Jurassic World and then Inside Out or Ted. Um, and then maybe Mix and Ma- uh, Max or Spy. Um you know, San Andreas seems to be holding it down, kind of thing. Is sort of the big epic, you know. Yeah, and you, man, people are going out of the theaters, man. Because when I was in line to get the tickets for the movie, these two girls are from like the girl was like, "Yeah, I've seen Tomorrowland, I've seen this one, I've seen that one." Like, oh. God damn, yeah, yeah. I don't go that often. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, 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 I don't know if. I mean, obviously, Jurassic World is going to still make a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I well, I don't want to keep talking because I don't want to give I don't want to give my secrets away. Yeah, yeah. Well, Harley, what else were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because you can't go both. You can't go all three. Hey, do we do a picks live on the cast, or do we? No, I'm just I'm literally. Okay. okay. Well, then, how was your weekend? Weekend was good, man. Um, it was Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Fonzo. Happy Father's Day to you, sir. Uh, appreciate yeah, the message. Happy Father's Day to you both. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Thanks. Why? Why? Why aren't there any little MCPs running around? That he knows. Because I know better. I know better. <laughs> I know better than you, to populate the so world with more based, of me. You get kicked out of like. Bars and shit. You don't know better, motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. No, I know better than to populate the world with more people who get kicked out of bars. All right, fair enough. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, what's up with that? We don't got no little baby MCPs. I know Lainey's hitting you up. Every once in a while, she she says something on Facebook how how much she loves you and shit. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, she she wants kids less than I do. Oh, really? Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, we work out that way. No, yeah. So it it was Sunday, Father's Day. um, Took Chris is still out of town. She's been in New Mexico for the last week, so it was Mm -hmm. just me and and my devil children. I mean, my wonderful 
Oh, oh. Uh, <clears throat> on a, on a Mazzy. <laughs> um, uh, actually, they've been they've been really good. So, um, but I'm sort of you know I'm doing the single single dad kind of having to take care of everything and yeah. We we and we we started them in uh, fucking karate or taekwondo. Yeah, taekwondo. That's what you were saying. Yeah. That's awesome. yeah, yeah, and it's fun. Mazzy's when they a lot start. Of fun. They started this week, so nice. they just had their second. Second, uh, you know, practice today. So, and they both enjoy it, huh? Oh, yeah, they love the shit out of it. Honest, awesome. you know, I mean, but I raised, you know, sort of, I, you know, I don't want to say the cliche of tomboys, but you know, I've always, you know, encouraged my girls to be strong and independent and and don't take no shit from nobody. And 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 Anna's taking, taking it and run. I mean, she is. She's in a hurry to like fight. Like, you know, she's always wanting to fight me, but she's 12 years old. She's really strong. Um, so she's like leaving bruises and shit on me. So I'm like, we need, you know, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden she's like, I want to do karate. I <laughs> mean, Chris are like, perfect. How much does it cost? I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever. So, um, there's, there's a, there's a class in Mount Shasta that works out really well for both of them. They're not in the same class. Uh, Mazzy's in like the the Quite tiny the tigers they call mm-hmm. it yeah yeah <laughs> and it's not so much taekwondo it's more like kids running around kicking you know mm-hmm. uh, there's no the structure is pretty limited but he's you know trying to keep the kids interested and well I mean at that age yeah a bunch yeah of kids exactly focus, right? exactly exactly I mean they're it's fucking OCD uh, mm-hmm. on his age group there's there's some kids that have been doing it for a long time mm-hmm. and and they know what they're doing um. But they don't have a lot of the like excitement to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And Anna, while she doesn't have the sort of technique, she's got the excitement, mm-hmm. and so she keeps up really well. And she's, you know, she's paying attention and she's she's listening and she's she's working. She takes advice when somebody says like, "Hey, you know, kick it like this. You're kicking it the wrong way. You know, move this." She's paying attention as opposed to a lot of kids have been doing it for a long time. They're just kind of lazy and they're kind of going through the motions. And and, yeah. and so as a result, Anna's, Anna's been able to hang with, with some, some older kids, some kids that have had, you know, again, a lot more experience, been doing it a long time. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for both of them. And uh, so hopefully that will go well. So um, on on Father's Day, I took them out camping. We went right on. Yeah, I went to Lake Siskiyou, and uh, they have the big campgrounds where there's toilets and running water, and you know it's it's. You know, and they love camping. They love it. Oh, they love the shit out of it. But I mean, they grew up camping. I mean, we right. live out in the fucking woods, so right. you know, I mean, it's every year we go camping at mm-hmm. least a couple times. So um, is this the first time? This I think this is the first time we've gone camping this year. Mm-hmm. You know, because because of the seasons up here. There's a window. There's like three months out of the year where you can go camping. So you yeah. kind of get it in while you can. So yeah. um, so this is the first time we've gone. And it went really well. We had a lot of fun. It was just obviously the three of us. And we brought the bicycles and we rode around and nice. went swimming and did the whole. Um, I had this um, sort of uh, this hip hipster moment a couple. I think it was last year, the year before. Uh-oh. We're all trying. We're all trying to eat healthy. <laughs> I'm always trying to like, no, you can't eat no soda, you know, you can't eat no sugar, mm-hmm. or, you know, you're going to eat healthy protein, kind of on that caveman thing, fruits and vegetables and, and meat kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. trying to 
don't try to eat so much bread. The bread's not so bad for the kids because they just burn it off. But, but you know, really trying to encourage the kids to eat, get their protein in, especially in the morning, and fruits and vegetables. Luckily for Honest, she'll, she'll eat anything that's green. She don't give a shit. She, <laughs> she's she's a really healthy eater, which is great. Mazzy's a little more finicky, you know. Well, that um, kind of reminds me of something on uh, on uh, um, Inside Out when the little girl they're like. Uh, they're about mm. to feed her broccoli, and then disgust comes in. Like, hey, what do you think about this? Should we, should we try it? And they look at it. She's like, ew, it looks poisonous. And they go, no. and the little girl's like, nah, and spits the broccoli and goes everywhere. So like, she's like, always hated broccoli. Or she has a fear of it. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. So, um, uh, what was I saying? The whole camping thing, uh, eating healthy. Oh, so anyway, so it was like a year or two ago. We're camping. And we break out the chocolate and the graham crackers and the oh. marshmallows, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, fuck that. S'mores ain't any good anyways, right? <laughs> like, it's too much sugar, right? I'm like, it's not good for you. I'll eat the chocolate because it's like the least sugary of the three. Um, but I don't want the fucking marshmallows and the graham cracker. I don't It's like, it feels like, uh, I don't know. It just feels like too, too, uh, too much, right? So I'm like talking shit about s'mores. I'm like, ah, s'mores sucks anyways, you know. <laughs> yeah. So so on Sunday we camp and Saturday night, right? We got going on. You know, we went we went grocery shopping right before we went out and she's and dad and Mazzy's like, Are we gonna are we gonna do s'mores? Are we and I was like, I don't know, man, it's expensive. You know, the chocolates, it's a, it's at a it's at a high, you know, the price of price of chocolate's high right now, kid. <laughs> so I was like, Alright, so I got two Two candy bars between the three of us. I got a bag full of fucking marshmallows, nasty ass marshmallows. We already had the graham crackers, but these weren't regular graham crackers. These like graham crackers with cinnamon on them. I don't know how long they've been in there, but they were fresh. So, so I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I'll have a s'mores. Fuck that shit. S'mores are delicious, man. I don't give a fuck. How fantastic. Much, I don't care how much sugar is in them. They are awesome. I mean, you got to do it right. You gotta mm-hmm. get that. Gotta get that marshmallow you nice. Gotta get it nice and, and gooey. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't. You can't just burn the outside of it yeah. and then eat it because the inside is ice cold. No, you gotta get that shit melted like it's mm-hmm. marshmallow goop, and mm-hmm. then you you get the chocolate nice and the warm. The chocolate starts getting warm, and then uh-huh. yeah. fucking you, delicious. You peel I back and get that marshmallow. Uh-huh. I apologize to anybody that I offended in the last couple of years talking shit about s'mores because mm-hmm. uh, s'mores. It's all good. So, um, so yeah, it ended up being a good Father's Day and a good weekend. And uh, very cool. I had, I had a few s'mores and enjoyed, <laughs> enjoyed every drop. And uh, uh, yeah, it was good. So, right on. Yeah. But so. UMCP? No, I don't have a Father's Day. <laughs> you didn't go with your dad? <laughs> no, I did. You I have a up, father, right? Right. <laughs> I ended up. Yeah. We ended up spending all day with my dad. Um, we went over there. You watched we watched all the machete films. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we went over there. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make breakfast anyway, so I might as well go over to my parents' house and make breakfast there. There you go. So I took over bacon and eggs and just cooked it up. So we had breakfast. Oh, um, my! Uh, I went to visit my parents earlier last week, and they revealed to me that Dad's laptop died. So mm-hmm. I went and bought him a new one. Um, nice. And so we spent Sunday kind of just setting it up. Um, Lainey was actually helping him doing most of that stuff. 
Um, and then I went, I took his old laptop, took it home, um, you know, took the hard drive out, loaded it into my computer, recovered the files off of it and whatnot. And we played, um, I had some, Oh God. <laughs> so my grandma, <laughs> my grandma, um, she knows I like pepper and she knows I've been, you know, eating peppers and like, I've been getting more and more tolerant of the different spice. So she sent home some stuff. She's like, this is the, this will make you freak out. Right. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I take the whole pepper, pop it in my mouth. I'm fucking dying, man. Holy crap. I was my mom was pouring milk into my cup as I was throwing it down my face, <laughs> and she just kept filling it up as I was just pouring it in my face. What kind was it? I don't know, but it was good. I mean, it was it, it well, the flavor of it wasn't my favorite flavor, yeah. But it was damn spicy. What color was it? Uh, it was a red one. Okay. Um, and then so okay, so that happened like early that morning, um, and then uh, my dad wanted to get pho for lunch. So I was like, cool, I'll chop up some of the other peppers in it and put it in that, you know, into the soup. So I'll eat it slowly. And it was good. It was fucking delicious. It was mm-hmm. it, it was just the spice, you know, just as spicy as I wanted it, you know, for pho. So it worked out. It worked out really well. Except um, I oh. was wiping my mouth with a napkin. Mm-hmm. And I ended up wiping my forehead with a napkin. Oh. <laughs> and my face was on fire. <laughs> the rest of the damn day, it was on fire. I finished no. eating, and I was like, guys, I'm, I'm going to excuse myself. I ran out to the pool and dunked my face in because <laughs> it, it was it was just that like bad. Like a cartoon. You fucking really ran out. I just ran out, and yeah, I swear steam the water came out of my head. Did the water just down, too, when you did it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how you know how they drink it all? Like. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it was so bad. Like, my mouth was fine, yeah. but it was my face and, like, my cheeks, and um, it was just on fire. So I'm like, all right. Whatever. Then we started playing basketball. We played a little bit of pickleball, played a little bit of basketball. Um, and uh, and I, the sweat from playing basketball ended up getting that shit in my eye. Oh, so, God damn. So not only is my face on fire, my eye is burning too. <laughs> um, so I was like, I'm done, guys. So yeah. I put some eye drops in my, in my eye, and I just jumped in the pool and just pretty much swam around with half my face underwater. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got I to gotta do something about this. It's hilarious. Um, I'll take that. Your grandma found like, I got something for you. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good job, grandma. You finally got me. There you go. Yeah, shout out to grandma because, damn. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, we had dinner, Mexican food dinner. I didn't touch any spice at that point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I ended up playing um, uh, Lego Marvel, the Marvel version of Lego. Mm-hmm. My, my mm. brother bought it. Played that until, like, 10 o'clock at night. Um, while Lainey was helping dad with more laptop stuff. So it was cool. Like we just spent all day just chilling with dad, um, helping him out, playing ball, you know, just, just that's that's cool. I'm sure he was stoked to have you guys all there for him. Oh yeah. 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 He was, he was, well, what's funny is like, he was like, I just want to work all day because he's got this brand new laptop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, yep, that's dad. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so that was, that was on Sunday. Um, Uh Saturday it was pretty chill. Um, it was mostly recovering from Friday night because um, this was EDC weekend, and I wanted to go really, really bad, and I, I almost, I almost just took off. Like I, I was. Oh really? Seriously? Was that close? Freaking, 
Yes, I was wow. freaking out for like the whole week. Like, am I gonna go or not? Am I gonna go or not? Am I gonna Is go? Is that a three day three day event like the other one you went to in Palm Springs or whatever? Yeah, it's three day. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. The event go goes until five thirty in the morning. The last set ends at five thirty. No, thank you. So <laughs> I would have been going into Monday morning type thing, and I was like, "Fuck, that's rough." I just wanted to go one day. There was the Saturday night. There was like six DJs back to back to back that I liked, and I'm like, "Oh, oh god, that, that would have been the night to go." Amazing, but I didn't go. You know, I was like, "Nope, it's a lot of money, the logistics. You know, having a hotel. I'm gonna ride my bike out there. It's like now I gotta you know deal with riding a bike." And I was like, "Not going. We're going to San Diego." I'm going to a DJ somewhere in San Diego. That's what we did Friday night. I was like, I have to. Oh, that's why she posted that picture. Yes, yes. So Talking about EDC instead of that, going to the Omni or something. Exactly. Yeah, so we went to Omnia, hit up the Omnia. Quintino was playing. He dropped some bangers. Did exactly what I wanted. It worked out. It was great. But there was only like two or three other people that had the energy that we had. Like, we're like EDC people. We went down to the dance floor and started yeah. raging with them. And the guy looks at me. He's like, why aren't you at EDC? I'm like, Shit, why, why are you in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we both should be there, man. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. This is it right now. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had yeah. a lot of fun um that Friday night. We ended up bailing pretty early. Like I only saw we ended up raging with the opening DJ that I don't even know his name. Um and Quintino was like the DJ that I went for and we was only like listened to an hour of his set. Um but Lenny was uh, in high heels shuffling. And so oh, she just wow. wrecked her feet. <laughs> Jeez. So I was like, yeah, no, you know, I was like, you know what? I got my fix. We can go before we end Jeez. up leaving. Do you shuffle? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we you get in there, shuffle? man. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, dude. Hey. We were, yeah, it was pretty fun. Right on. Um, what's interesting is before we left, there's a there's this group of girls and guys that we met kind of at the beginning of the night. They hung out because we opened the fucking place up. We yeah. were by ourselves in line. At 8.50, stood in line for 10 minutes, got into the place at 9 o'clock, and nobody else was there. Got drinks. We hung out for another 30 minutes. Not a soul walked in. <laughs> so, Damn. Yeah. So we were just chilling right there by ourselves. Um, drinks were like $10. So I was like, fuck that. We ain't getting lit. Mm. So <laughs> we're going sober tonight. Um, which I, I prefer it that way now. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, but this was interesting. All, the, all the years that me and Fonzo went to those raids and shit, we were always sober. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's fun both ways. Um, but I could just I could rage harder if I'm not drunk. You know, if yeah. I'm sober, I could just dance longer. So mm-hmm. fuck it. Um, but here's what's interesting. Um, met this group of girls and guys, and we hung out with them. You know, shot the shit. You know, hey, you know, what do you do? Blah blah blah. He's a pharmacist. I'm like, oh yeah, let me get your number. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But at the end of the night, I saw one of their girls kind of lost. And I was like, hey, you're with so-and-so, right? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, are you looking for them? She's like, yeah. I'm like, here, come over here. Stand with me. And Lainey's in the bathroom at this point. I'm like, come over here, and um, I'll, I'll help you look for them. And so I'm just talking talking to her, and I'm like, oh, there's your guy, and you know, or there's your group. Brought them together. And um, then she turns around and hugs me, and she goes, I'll follow you wherever you go tonight. Just take me. Just go, just go. I'll go wherever you want to go. Tony's like, well, you need to I'm go like, in the back of my van, baby. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, holy shit, this is actually happening? 
like to me, I was I, that's you never are my happened master, before. And I love you now, yeah. <laughs> right? I was oh, like, holy boy. shit! I was like, um, do you like girls? <laughs> you know, because I got you know I got a girl with me. Um, she's like, no, no, I don't like girls. I was like, ah, oh, see, my girlfriend and I are open. And then as I'm saying open, she's gone. She just disappeared. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> That was fucking fast. <laughs> so I was like, I told Lainey about it. She's like, all right, Tony's, you idiot. Tony's scaring them bitches away. She's yeah. like, next time, it's we're roommates. Like you asked her to see her feet or anything. <laughs> um, I was like, next time we go to we go to a club, we're roommates. All right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't say the girlfriend word. That scares them the fuck yeah. away. So, yeah, that was my lesson for the night. Yeah. <laughs> it was lesson <fun>. learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the hard way. But yeah, that's pretty much sums up my weekend. Kind of uh-huh. in a backwards order. Yeah. Sunday to Friday. How about yours? Yeah, like I said today, I took the, kid, the kids out to um to the movies, and then on Monday went to the pool again. And on Sunday, I was like, just wanted to chill all day. I was like, I was like, I wanted to see Mad Max again. And then I was like, eh, you know what? I'm just gonna chill with the family. I, I like, I've seen it enough. It'd be cool. So, How many times uh, have you seen it? Four. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. So. So let's. So I said, okay. So let me. I, you know what? Let me, let me get some. Bar, I'll, I'll make some barbecue. I, I I started last weekend. You know, got some brats, cooked those up. You know, they're real quick to heat up. Just real quick. Then my uh, my parents came over. My sister came over. We just all played and had some. You know, some cool barbecue. Because I, I even Google like what goes good with bratwurst. It's like baked beans and like potato salad. I'm like done. I get those. Make it all full on barbecue platter. Had that. Everybody came over. And Reagan was being the artiste. He drew himself a mustache, kind of like real thin, pencil thin, like John Waters. And then um, hmm. decided to paint one on uh, – on, he tried to paint uh, one on my mom and like try to fill in the grays on my dad's stash with the marker. It was kind of funny. Um, they're just wild out. They're getting crazy. I mean they, you, should, you should hear these guys talk, man. They're, they're so like talkative now. It's pretty funny. Um, and then on uh, – and then later that day, we just caught the, the season premiere of True Detective Season 2 and Ballers. And uh, and then t- tomorrow, being Wednesday uh, or today actually, um, Amy's niece uh, Kylie from Ohio. She'll be spending a couple weeks here, so I th- I, th- I think we might be going to San Francisco hardly. If like I said, if not, we'll, I'll call you. Just yeah, we're sure not. Them. Yeah, we're not able to. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's it's too much. We got a lot going on in the next. I'm gonna go camping this weekend up in Oregon, and then we're gonna go to Base Harvest uh, in Humboldt on Fourth of July weekend. So. Maybe we'll yeah. do that then with you. Yeah, shit, come on up. I'll be DJing myself. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, it's way north of of the Bay Area. It's like a hundred miles north. But oh, I think we lost you guys. You disappeared. Just, yeah, you just I, disappeared. Oh, I did. You did. Yeah, yeah, me and me and Tony kept talking. Oh, how weird. Yeah. Does it not register that way for you? Well, I. I was still online. Interesting. I wonder if it's a Mac yeah. thing. Uh, weird. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we, we can figure that out. We, you know, we can we can pretty much sign off now. We've done everything. So yeah. we all we all we all enjoy Blues Brothers and Dick Tracy. Like I said, yeah, that's um that's pretty oh, very yeah. rare. If we can all have a good week and like yeah. everything, you know. That's uh, a good point. It's it's kind of fun. Yeah. So like I said, next week I I um I just want to try some different different genre. I thought it was, and that that was kind of fun that Ben Stiller was in it. And and his girlfriend Amanda Siegfried, so I'm like, yeah, Tony will like that. I might have taken a pic of his, but oh well. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> like uh, it, it's like um, this older couple, 
uh, their friends have kids, so they don't really see them. It's kind of like uh, when they meet these young kids. I don't know. It's, it's, that'd be kind of cool. Like you said, Harley, you like the writer, Phantasm, Mr. Fox. So yeah, we'll see. And then uh, so yeah, sure. and the extra credit was Tony. You picked it. Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier. That's right. Fucking Van Damme, Dolph Lundgren. I mean, how, how, how many times have you seen that, Fonzo? <sighs> Dude, I saw that in the man theater. <laughs> bro. Oh, snap. I'm telling you, I've seen that movie. Like, oh, I could this quote. I, I was I, just I, thinking, like, it. I remember that being, you were a big Van Damme fan for a yep. long time. There's so. this funny part where, like, they got the ice, you know, because they got to keep them cold when they're on the run. And uh, yeah, one, yeah. Of the, one of the scientists is grabbing the ice in the trunk. And the fucking Courage looks at him, yes, it's ice. Get back in the truck. <laughs> we fucking just clowns. It's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, I just remember how cool it was too. I remember drawing those characters. I remember drawing those headsets a lot with the, with like these characters that I would draw. Wow. Just had yeah, that cool yeah. little eye thing with the. Yeah, I mean, that was back right. then. That was that. fucking you know high tech shit, right? And you look mm-hmm. at the camera; it's all shitty quality. It's kind of funny. I'm surprised they haven't redone it. And they have a couple like two. They have like four, four other sequels or three other sequels. Yeah, well, I I saw like the fourth one or something like that, and I was like, "Man, this is fun." It's like yeah. it's over the top, but it's fun. Yeah, that's well, crazy. Yeah, so that's cool. And then, um, and then yeah, so and then and then next week, say too, like I said, who's who's will uh, Harley be the three time champ, or will somebody find dethrone him? Oh yeah, I'll be the fucking find out. Yeah, <laughs> he's already talking tonight. See, three people. We'll see. And uh, so. Uh, that's another episode of the Bad Boys Podcast. It's in the book. Just wrap it up. Uh, I've been your boy Fonzo saying we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, Bad Boys for Life.